Westbrook Health Services has been supporting the surrounding community since 1949 and is known as an agency that is community-focused, people-driven. As one of West Virginia's 13 comprehensive behavioral health centers, Westbrook provides services to eight counties throughout the Mountaineer State and became one of the first comprehensive community behavioral health clinics in West Virginia in 2020. This podcast wouldn't be possible without the generous help of the Sisters Health Foundation. This year marks 25 years since the foundation awarded its first grant, and we couldn't be more grateful for their support. Welcome to Studio 2121. Hey everyone, welcome back oh. to part two. Part two, this uh, was a two-parter. At st- uh, hashtag Studio 2121. Here we are. Yeah, we're on part two of pop culture with mental health. And spill the tea. And spill the tea with Liz and me. And me. That doesn't make sense when I say it. Well, you pointed to me. I don't. Oh, but you know, the people that are only listening won't see that. Right. Just so you know, Liz pointed to me when she was saying me, because I'm the me. Yeah. Here we are. Okay. Um, I have to tell you uh, that while I was sitting at a swim meet, because that's what I do, Yes. Uh, I had um, I had a fellow sitting next to me. I won't say he was my cousin, um, so, you know, whatever, but uh, he said he listens to podcasts. <gasps> and he goes... Did he listen to ours? He said, I don't like those podcasts where people just, you know, I don't know chatter on or whatever he said I said well this is about to get awkward um, because, because <laughs> I've doing, got one of those I'm on one of those and he immediately downloaded it and he's following it so Breck if you're listening welcome to studio this is just for you this, this whole episode is just for you just for Breck um we did uh invite in our last episode Jody Foster to she was unavailable so far but we're not giving up on her because, you know, things could slow down a little. Who knows? Yeah, right. So we'll keep on that. Yes. Uh, what's going on? So um, I have recently become obsessed with a new way of unwinding and taking care of myself. It's not really new, but it's recycled. It yes. Should I, should I go ahead and ask? Uh, well, pause. Does your husband listen to this? Um, you know, he probably listens to bits and pieces. I'd be shocked if he's heard every word of everyone. Dean, now's the time to go steal a snack from the fridge. You know, because the ADD back and forth banter, he can only take small doses of. That's what he says. How much has this old but new hobby cost? Well, I couldn't say for sure. But there is money involved. Okay. Yes. Okay, what is it? I am crocheting. Yes, you I'm are. I'm crocheting. And I, I, it, it's like, it brings me to my happy place. You know, you Rhythmic. Know, it's rhythmic and it's, tactile. It's, and it's mindless, mm-hmm. right? Once you get the pattern down. Um, and you know how I am in meetings. I, it helps me focus if I have something to occupy. If your hands are moving, your brain can focus. Correct. So I have to have something going on in the background. And occasionally I will bring crocheting, but right now I'm obsessed with it. Um, and it does really clear my mind. And you can see the progress, like mm-hmm. the blanket. My, you know, It starts out like this, and then it becomes like this. Yeah. Um, so the only thing that would I would consider a downside to this, other than the money that I'm spending on yarn, which, you know. It is what it is. It is what it is. The last three nights in a row, I've stayed up till midnight. And the crocheting makes me feel really calm. However, the next day I am a little 
tired and do require just a little bit more. I'm coffee. hearing every word you say, but I think at this point we are doing NPR on Saturday Night Live talking about, I won't say what we're talking, what the episode was about, but it's the two women that talk about recipes. I haven't seen that. It's a Christmas episode. I won't, I won't say the, what the recipe was, but then Alec Baldwin is on there, but they get very soft and they talk about the mundane details of life, but we are there. Okay. High five. I'm not sure what we're high-fiving, but I felt good about mundane, it. Mundane details of NPR yes. that we love. Um, we are... What about you? What have you been up to? What have I been up to? Um, we are still walking. Still walking. Um, Getting the miles. Yes, we are. And, um, you know, it's pretty much um, us at the house. Olivia is in Morgantown. She's employed and... Um, She's going to graduate in May. We have some plans. I won't reveal them yet. Don't reveal them yet. But By the way, the uh, one of the blankets I'm crocheting is for her high school graduation. Never mind that it happened three years ago. Right. I'm quite certain that the blanket will be done far before college graduation. <laughs> are we having a commitment to that? Yes, we are. Okay, great. Yes. Great. Yes. Olivia, file that one away. We have commitment. Yes, Olivia, the blanket. Um, I went to the pool this weekend. Yes, and... <gasps> Oh my goodness, you, um, America did not know that we have among us a superhero. Okay, so I went to the pool this weekend and I was soaking up the sun. It was fantastic. My husband joined me. It was just the two of just us. Just minding your own yeah. business. They blow the whistle, we go on break. We go and, and tell me exactly what break means in case, you know, I'm not a swimmer at the public pool and that, I don't know. That means the lifeguards go, they step out of the sun for 15 minutes. They get a break. They get a break. Um, and, and so and only kids, adults are allowed in the pool? Only adults are allowed in the pool and we go into the pool and it was still pretty popular because it was pretty hot, but but it was adults only. My, my, there's a, there's a big slide. It's a very, very tall slide. And um, with lots of stairs. With a lot of stairs. It looks like about two and a half flights. Yeah. And my back was to it. My husband said, oh, I don't think this is going to go well. And I turn around and there was what I can ballpark a three-year-old. I've never seen such confidence in all my life. He, he was on a mission. He was on a mission and he went right to the top. He of stood the at the top of the stairs. He didn't hesitate. There was not an ounce of hesitation like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. He got on that side and he went straight down. Now. Woo us being the swim family that we are, we are used to seeing little people flounder in water, trying Until to get their 25 yards, and it may take a minute, minute and a half, two minutes to do one lap of a pool, and they keep kicking. Uh, this kid was kicking, and he went under, and then he came back up, and Scott and I were like, is there a parent? Is there someone? And I immediately went for it. He went under, and um, I got him. And you swam to him. I swam to How him. How far did you have to swim to him? Um, I want to say it was about 15 feet. And I said, I said, I that was the fastest I've ever swam in my whole life. And my husband goes, Did you walk there? <laughs> I, mean, I thought it was Michael Phelps. I thought someone was going to go. Wow, that woman swims fast. Anyway, I got him. I got him up. He coughed a little bit. It could have been a hundred percent worse. Um, and sweet little fella, sweet little fella. He couldn't really. T I mean, he was he was little and he was coughing and whatever. We handed him over to the lifeguard, and for all those people that you know were um, that I, the few people I've told the story to, that they were complaining about dad. You will never hear me 
I know you said this, a single dad, two kids, trying to pack up to go, and you totally understood because you had a fast little fella. I did. That you left my house. Left my house when he was four years old. He couldn't find me in the house. I was asleep uh, in not my bed. It was, a, it was another bed, and he left the house in his jammies and shoes and walked across the street uh, to a neighbor, and, you know, God had him right there. And to this day, Cardi will still stop by that neighbor and go, do you remember me? Thanks a lot for saving me. Anyway, so so we we went to the pool, and, and it was, um, yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know where we're going with that. But with that's that, what's happened to that's you. That's what's happened. The other thing is, is that um, Cardi, you know, we thought we were done with swim, but he got invited to go to Southern Zones. Which means what does that mean? That that is for the top eight swimmers for each age group for the state is invited for the state for the state. He's top eight for his age group in the state. In a roundabout way, yes. Um, but it's everyone from Texas to Florida up to West Virginia, and there's some other states. But that's Southern Zones. They go to Mississippi for five days, and they swim. They swim, and let me tell you, Texas and Florida, they are fast. I don't know what they put in the water down there, but they're fast. Really? So we're not going to go, but we are going to cheer him on. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah. You'll have to keep me posted on that. Yeah. I th I think I might. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, in the last episode, we were talking about mental health or, as we, you know, we found out, mental injury um, uh, in, uh, in pop, pop culture. culture. Yes. And so we covered by... Really, I think it was you were trying to embarrass me to see how many of the pop I culture you did figures really, I knew. I thought you did really okay. well. Okay. Um, but we covered bipolar and schizophrenia. But, we did. Uh, this episode... Check it out. Yes, it was life-changing. Um, but this episode, we're going to talk about depression, um, which I feel, tell me I'm wrong, is much more common. Uh, I think definitely people know about it more. But, and, but also, you know, right, that word is thrown around a lot. Okay. Uh, where people say, I'm so depressed, I'm so depressed. And maybe they are and maybe they aren't. But it's utilized in a way that just becomes part of the, the vernacular. So, yeah, but um, it, I'm sure statistically it probably is more prevalent okay. than definitely schizophrenia and probably bipolar as well. Okay. Um, so I have a list of people, and I hope I hope they all sound familiar. I hope the, so too. The first one. Stop looking. I can't help but Anthony Hopkins. Oh, he's definitely an incredible actor, and yeah. he played um, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. What's that character's name? Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter. How did I forget that? I don't know. But I had no idea that Anthony Hopkins um, suffered from depression. His quote. If you can't be happy, be grumpy. <laughs> uh, he said, I will be very honest, I suppose. I suffer from a bit of paranoia, and I never really think anyone likes me. Well, I'm going to tell you. I, I think he's great, but after I saw Silence of the Lambs, I would have walked on the other side of the street yeah. to get his autograph. He freaked me out. He did really well. Yeah, he, yeah. he acted that character really well. But, yes, no, a lot of people... Uh, it's not surprising to me that these individuals that we wouldn't have necessarily known that they had mental illness because a lot of people do people do suffer in silence but then you find out and you never know what people are going if through you can't be happy be grumpy yeah i don't there know there you go charles schultz uh peanuts yeah are you impressed that I know who these people are like what so they far, do so far i'm i'm proud of you yeah um an incredible comic like 
everybody knows Peanuts. Yes. Snoopy, but Charlie you, Brown. Charlie Brown. Yeah. Uh, I, I've, I've read stories about him here and there, but Charlie Brown Do is you, him. Okay, so because yeah. you can kind of see the little, not really depressed, but you can kind of see maybe Reflective, some mood stuff there. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah. yeah. Charles Dickens. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. How many Charles Dickens novels have you read? You've read. Okay. For viewers that haven't watched, this is what we call ACT of 18. Um, I've read maybe the Cliff Notes to A Christmas Story. I have watched every every a version Carol. of A Christmas of, Carol. What did I say? Christmas a Christmas story. story, which he didn't write that. No, but you do love that yeah, one. Yeah, I do. But I've I've watched. I recommend Tale of Two Cities. Okay. I like that one a lot. Okay. Um, I haven't read all of them. I haven't. But. My favorite book right now is um, is an excerpt um, from my walking partner who tells me. She'll listen to it, and then she'll come, and while we're walking, she'll tell me all the tidbits of it, and I follow right along, and I'm, I'm... You don't feel like you're missing out. I ask the questions. Yes, I, you're, yes. you're, I can't wait every day to tell you the latest update yeah. on the books I'm listening yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, um, and sometimes I'm glad you don't tell me the names of them till towards the end, because I have Googled the ending of one of them. Yes, you did. Um, Harrison Ford. You didn't tell me the ending, though. No spoiler no, alert. No. no, that was good. Harrison Ford. Really? Mm -hmm. um, he also has um, anxiety and an aversion to public speaking. But if you, if you've ever listened to him, you know people will ask um, questions about Star Wars, right? And his response is, "Go get a life." Like he he doesn't he he doesn't like public speaking, and he doesn't have a lot of tolerance for that. What I and as incredible I, actor. Yeah, and as I was typing this up, I thought, you know, he comes off as kind of grumpy, but I really think he's just setting boundaries. He doesn't. He doesn't want to do public speaking, and he's just going to be firm, which comes off as grumpy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Courtney Love, which we had mentioned. We we mentioned in part one. Yeah. She suffered from depression. You know what I what I wonder was how much of that was related to the relationship and um, what happened with Kurt Cobain, yeah. or how much she did have because depression can be situational or made worse based on situations, or if she had a tendency towards yeah. that at, um, yeah. beforehand. Um, I don't have any commentary on this, but Ernest Hemingway, I put him on there for you. I think I did know that. I think I had heard that one. Um, but he lived in Key West, did he not? No, I don't know the answer to that question. I think he did, and I, I question uh, if, I think the, the phrase is, I don't know if the ocean is the answer, but I'm willing to find out. Yeah. And I, I my question is, can you have mental health issues at the beach? You can, clearly. I don't like the answer to that study. Okay. The results to well, that study. Well, here's what I think needs to happen, then. We need to continue to test out the theory by going to the beach. Do you think Westbrook should pay for the study? Um, 100%. Let's see if we can work on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you recently talked about our excellent, I don't know if that was a word, fantastic CEO. Yes. Was that the word that you used? I, I mentioned that in the exit interview of an audit that um, we're so fortunate that he advocates for us on, on the state level. Yes. So advocates for us and for the clients that we serve. Right. Advocates for us to be able to do it. To care for them. Better. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I could tell. Kevin, I was talking about you. Yeah, in a positive way. But um, that word came Should out. Should we call him and tell him? 
Um, no. No. Oh, he's on vacation. Then <laughs> we should. Um, but uh, that was a, it. Was a very I, it caught my ear off guard, and I I thought I'm glad Kevin gets some kudos because he doesn't. He works. He's very, very hard. quiet. He's mm -hmm. very behind the scenes. He's never going to tell you himself what he's doing. Yeah. Um, but yes, he works tirelessly behind the scenes to advocate not just for us, but for all comprehensives and all individuals um, working to help the community with mental health and substance use and intellectual and developmental disability issues to, um, so that we can serve them and meet needs. I love how we just ding, 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 right? We were talking about Ernest Hemingway and we ended up talking about Kevin. I don't know how that happened. I, I just did a replay in my head and I know. Oh, you did. Um, well, are you going to share that? Um, Ernest Hemingway, Key West, The Beach, Westbrook should fund it and Kevin is great. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very good. Uh, well, that probably means he will fund it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get right on that. Um, Drew Carey. Um, you know, I think I did hear before that Drew Carey really, I don't know if I knew that he had depression, but I knew that he had a lot of childhood trauma. He mm -hmm. had childhood trauma. I believe he was, um, yeah, that's what I recall. And he has attempted suicide before. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I did not know that. I didn't know that either. Um, James Garner. Okay, James Garner was the older actor from a... He, he was younger. At the time. Yeah, at the time. But for us, he was older. Remind me what he was in. Now listen, people may listen to this and go, he was in that TV show called, and my dad will probably just go, Elizabeth, you are a fool for not knowing the name of that. But for us, he was in The Notebook. Okay, I didn't see The Notebook. <gasps> but I'm trying to determine if this is the actor that my dad was obsessed with. Like detective-ish, like a Tom Selleck, Magnum P.I. kind of thing. I can't remember. I can't either, but he was there. But um, I, I wanted to give you a quote. Okay. I've had, I've had times when I couldn't make a decision whether to take a shower or bathe, so I didn't do either and just sat there for days. Have you felt like that before? Yeah. With depression, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Decisions um, are very hard to make. Right. Simple mm -hmm. decisions. Um, yeah. I mean, m maybe not that particular decision and not for days, but I, I, I get it. it mm -hmm. And if you've been there, you, you feel that. But if you haven't been there, people are like, what? Yeah. But it's Just get up and shower. Right. But yeah. it's, it's not like that. Or get up and. It's, it's the brain chemistry and. Um, How about Janet Jackson? You know, that, that quote. Um, mm hmm that really kind of puts a lot of things in perspective. And no, I did not know Janet Jackson suffered from depression. I knew that she had mental health issues. Uh, that family was a little colorful. The, uh, that, there was a lot of trauma in that family yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, so that makes sense. A lot but of stuff going on. Yeah. Um, I didn't get quotes for everyone, but I did find some interesting ones that, um, the struggle was intense. I could analyze the source of my depression forever. Low self-esteem might be rooted in childhood feelings of inferiority. Inferiority. Mm -hmm. Didn't want to pronounce that. It could relate to failing to meet impossibly high standards. And of course, there are always the societal issues of racism and sexism. Put it all together and depression is a tenacious and scary condition. Thankfully, I found my way through it. And then, 
the article goes on, but she said 17-month-old son brings her happiness, and when she spends quality time with her child, happiness is everywhere. Happiness is in gratitude to God. I, the, we've talked about that before, gratitude. Yeah. And finding the things that bring you joy, which is so important right now. What's bringing me joy, other than supper dog and George's dog, is crocheting blankets. Mm -hmm. And? And listening to books and walking. Yes. Lots of things. That walking, I'm, I know, I'm they, up at 6.30 in the morning and I'm ready to go. It is... It, we I, don't walk at 6.30 no, in the morning. But I'm ready to go yes. and I'm plotting my, my route. and I, Which I appreciate. And I have to hydrate more. Yes. I, I don't know if there's ever been a study on this, but apparently dehydration mm -hmm. uh, could make you a little bit more tired. I don't know, but I've, I chug so 50 ounces after we walk and I drink a little bit more water during the day and that is about 50 more ounces than what I would have had before. I know that that is true. So what's happened with the Diet Pepsi? Um, I am, I don't crave it as much. I like it in the morning and then I switch to water. Good for you. Yeah. Anyway, um, Catherine Zeta, Zeta Jones. Yes. But I, I think she's been married bit, to Michael Douglas. Uh huh. And she's been a bit more in, in, uh, in the public eye because, you know, people. I don't. I don't know if blowing it out of proportion is really. But she will go and she will. I mean, she has the money and the resources or whatever. She will go to some place to help treat her depression, and it's probably. Um, working on some stuff and probably some pampering and. I have not heard this yeah. about her. Um, but like what places? Malibu has everything, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, not here. Russell Brand. Uh, you're going to have to remind me who that is. Okay, so he's an actor. Yes. And he's British. Yes. Long, dark hair. Uh, 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 was he in um, the one with all the gumballs? Yes. With Adam Sandler? Yes, what is that called? Mm -hmm. That one. Yeah. He was in that, and he's also married to Katy Perry. And he's had, I did not know that. he did had, not? my husband does not like him. He, he made some very I like poor, him. Mm -hmm. uh, he made some very poor self decisions, really? life decisions, and it, it, did really, not know it that. really compromised people and maybe some, I don't know, some people around him. I'll have to do um, some research because I have no yeah. idea what you're talking about. Uh, but anyway, he, he has depression. Ray Charles. Really? Mm -hmm. Didn't know that. Um, this, Next one should come as no surprise. Okay. Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, uh, you can hear it in some of her music, can you right? Not? Now that you say that. But in no, the eyes, I had, in the eyes. Uh, I cannot watch the dog commercials. My children could passively watch children starving where they ask for money. But you put a dog on there with sad eyes and they can't do it. Mom. Yeah. Um, Jim Carrey. This is another one that's going to change your life. Really? Uh, quote, Jim Carrey, which I'm not surprised. I mean, a great comic, Robin Williams, you know. But, um, and he has, in the last couple of years, he's really, he's declared, I'm not, I'm not working unless it's worth it, and I'm not playing into Hollywood and whatever. Um, he said, you should think of the word depressed as deep rest. Your body needs to be depressed. It needs deep rest from the character that you're trying to play. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I like that one. Um, Abraham Lincoln. You know, that's oh, interesting. That. I'm still thinking about that because if you think about it, like, um, I think that is something that happens with people who maybe are depressed or have some other sort of mental illness. They work so hard to try to not let people know yeah. that it's exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Abraham Lincoln. I didn't know that. And his wife also had issues. Uh, maybe I had heard about Mary Todd. Mm-hmm. 
and um, Owen Wilson. Really? Yeah, he had a suicide attempt in 2007, but he was in Loki, Marley and Me, and um, most recently the movie I watched, Marry Me. Um, I knew about um, I, I I knew about uh, Marley and Me, mm -hmm. but I did not. The I TV did show not. Loki. I didn't know he was in that. I did not know that he suffered from depression, nor did I know that he had um, attempted suicide. Mm -hmm. I did not. I, I really enjoyed looking through all that to find all the tidbits about it. Um, that's all I have, but I did want to tell you it's the beginning of the month, and um, we're having some problems out, out in the world, and so if you, loved ones, depending on your neighborhood, it doesn't matter your neighborhood because you probably go to Walmart, but we have Narcan. That is correct. We do have Narcan. Um, not only do we have Narcan, and this is new, but there's some state funding to be able to get fentanyl strips so that individuals, it's a harm reduction tactic, but um, we can... Can you explain that? Harm reduction. Mm -hmm. So harm reduction is the idea that um, while you are working to try to encourage people to get treatment um, and to work towards recovery, it's best to do, to take measures that will save their life. Right. Because if you can save their life, you're more likely to be able to help them recover. Right. Right? So this is a harm reduction technique. And the fentanyl strips are for individuals to utilize because, you know, you hear about fentanyl being mixed in with drugs and people don't know. And that's the cause and of a lot potent. of... it's It's so potent. Oh, my gosh. It's the cause of a lot of overdoses. Mm -hmm. um, and... And the, and the users don't know what's in there. They don't. They didn't expect it to be in there. So this these strips, which we can give out will allow people to trust, test their supply so that if they know um, that it's there, then they can use more safely. And the Narcan we also have, so you can keep it with you if you're at Walmart and you see someone slump, Anyone, anyone. If, if you're suffering from substance use disorder, if you have a loved one that's suffering from substance use disorder, it, like you said, it's likely you could encounter someone in the community. So if you need fentanyl strips or Narcan, Call our crisis line yeah. and we'll hook you up. Yep, we'll give it to you because we want we want to save lives so that we can help people get to recovery. Um, thanks for joining us. Thank you. We love doing this, and we, we hope, sure we do. Hope you brought, we, we hope we brought you some joy. And Breck, we hope we are not just another podcast. Let us know, Breck. Yeah.